there we go we're live hello <laughs> so we will we'll crack straight on um we sometimes do wait for people to appear but then that can be quite stilted so we'll just get going people can always rewind um so um i'll quickly introduce myself some people won't necessarily know who i am so i'm alice from my virtual marketing assistant um and i'm joined today by rebecca from the digital horse so we know rebecca because we um i say we charlotte and i charlotte first um discovered the digital horse as a platform um and then introduced me to it and it's sort of grown from there and we're kind of getting to know the platform at the moment and how we can integrate it into marketing plans with our equine customers um and related because I, th I think that there's some there's some crossover isn't there with some other other bu business potential um and today well so this the success stories series is all about speaking to people who have come up with something new something different had success in business and i've got to say setting up a brand new social media platform that's a that's a pretty big success it's a lot of work <laughs> if you want to start by because we although i know digital horse as a from a business perspective i don't know you so do you want to tell us a little bit about you and your background um, yeah, so uh, my name is Rebecca. I'm one of the founders of Digital Horse and I run it with my mum, which is so much fun, but irritating as well. We sort of, we know how to push <laughs> each other's buttons every so often, but um, also really good. Um, I have had ponies since I was very little. I competed, did all the pony club, did affiliated in BD and BE. I then went on to work at Yards uh, when my parents moved abroad and worked in uh four star event yard and then went to work at a show jumping slash national event yard and just was fantastic for me because everyone was so organized and just on it with all that sort of thing and health and um when i do something i like to do it to the t and it was sort of a really nice way of being in that world but um sadly i can't work in the industry anymore due to health so i wanted to do something with my mom and do something equine based that didn't mean that I had to work my socks off 24-7 on a yard come rain or shine around Europe it was just it was so much work so yeah we um <laughs> we were trying to think of things to do together and how we would do it and what we would what we could bring to the community um as a whole there's a lot of products and we're very aware that of that sort of side of things but there wasn't really a bridge between uh, a social media where you're not winding your friends up by posting about your horse content posting about your photos and videos and everything like that and you have friends on your social media who are family or they're from uni or they're your work colleagues and they don't necessarily care that your horse has gone and won x y and z or that for some reason they're lame or something's happened so being able to sort of take that and put it somewhere very organised and in one nice neat place was sort of where we came around for that, really. <laughs> so. so in terms of actually getting started, where do you start building a whole new social media platform? <laughs> what, like, how does, that, how does that process start? Um, so we did a lot of internet marketing courses. Um, we attended 
trying to sort of work out what kind of niche we wanted to do. We knew we wanted to be online, be it being a product or a service or something like that. Um, and then it's finding the correct people, the correct team around you to be able to develop something like this. We have custom built everything on digital horse. Nothing is a plugin or a widget. Everything is built purpose and it's very adaptable and changeable for when we want to expand and have our bigger picture of things um but it means that you do have to put trust in an outside company so we're really lucky that we have that we have a very good relationship with them and work closely but the rest of it is us as much as we don't do the coding everything else you see on that platform is us from content to interaction to being able to design different things and the look and the feel that is yeah it's um it's learning I think as you're going along <laughs> basically what I'm getting to on that. So how old is the platform now? So it originally launched in the uh 2018 in the November but it soft launched just with family friends people we know in the industry and just said look go take a look at this if you see anything um, so we were in beta for about six weeks and then on January the 1st, 2019, we launched officially to everybody. So yeah, since then it's sort of just grown. <laughs> yeah. And how did you approach that initial, so you, you had your six weeks in beta, so you, you probably got all of those like little issues, the gremlins tried to weed those out and then you went for launch. What was your launch process? How did you get out to the right people um so we hired a marketing team and we started working with people like alan davis we were very fortunate to have that relationship mm -hmm. and then it was just facebook and instagram marketing um it's quite difficult though because you're on a social media trying to encourage people to go on to a social media so it's sort mm -hmm. of trying to make sure that we're different enough and exciting enough that people will transfer uh, transfer over but um, yeah, it's a lot of grafting, making relationships, having um, a team of influencers. At the time, we were using people um, like Pony Nuts as well, and we were doing sponsored posts with them. But it was just sort of being accessible and keeping up with what was going on. So being very savvy with um, the influencers that were around, brand ambassadors we were picking, uh, the type of marketing we were doing as well. and yeah <laughs> a lot of hard work basically yeah, a lot of a lot of grind and in, in terms of of how the platform has changed and developed how different does it look today to work because I only really joined the platform probably early this year how different does it look now to how it looked when you launched um I'd say the look isn't that different we've been really lucky we've Everything we do, we have a plan. The plan we have that is years and sort of away, but we've sort of, everything we've built, we have sort of an agenda to putting certain elements in. So it still has the very clean look and feel. It has the very traditional social media feel of the newsfeed and the wall and everything. The bits that have changed are adding elements like the horses for sale, the blog pages, and then new features that we will be doing. And then just updating small things with training history competition history and just yeah just I think we've if anything we've made it more refined 
and taking little bits away but it's nothing that you think oh thank god that's gone it was just oh yeah that used to be there but I didn't actually use it so Mm. it was just sort of yeah taking a small bit away that's it yeah and in terms of actually sort of developing the platform do you use focus groups do you how, how do you give the give the people what they want um, we're really lucky. We have a, a fairly decent Instagram and Facebook, and we do regularly ask people what they want, what they want to use, and how they want to sort of use digital walls. Because there's no point having three social medias that all do the same thing. You have mm-hmm. to have something that's different for you to be able to go onto that platform each time. Um, so yeah, we're very lucky, and we have an amazing group of brand ambassadors now who really do help us with that their age ranges as well it really allows us to get a really good group and a really good understanding of what people want and what mm. people the website for because lots of people do use it differently you don't need a horse you don't if you don't have a horse you won't have all of those features but some people just have businesses on there some people are just riders some people predominantly just post on their horses uh pages just use the blogs it's it's what you want it to be basically you don't just need to sort of all do the same thing there's so much you can branch and move around and enjoy (laughs) yeah so let's talk about the business side of it because obviously that's that's where our my, my interest is um so from a brand perspective what are you offering to brands who want to join the platform so what we're offering is something that's a little bit different from mainstream social media. Mainstream social media has millions of people on that. So you have people who are interested in cycling, who are interested in dogs, who are interested in food. So when you advertise, you have to narrow all of that out very quickly because otherwise if somebody is going to look at your post, they're very light, unlikely to react to it if it's horse-based. So we have that niche in one place without the expensive advertising which is great and we have something that's a little bit different we don't really call ourselves social media we call ourselves a community because we have constantly people messaging kind things they're using the site they're intrigued they want to learn more about the business it's not just sell 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 you can really get a relationship with the people that are engaging on your on your posts and everything that you're doing so it's sort of it gives you that personal edge in mm. something that is more niche and smaller, but it also, the rewards of that is that the people can learn more about you and feel more connected to you in that way, rather than just a post with X amount of likes and shares and maybe only a couple of those people will do anything about it. Whereas because there's an invested interest in people wanting to know more because it's very niche, because it's smaller and they think they found something special that, it's sort of that nice bridge between those two things of keeping it professional but also personable so yeah that's one thing I've certainly noticed it seems to be a very a very kind platform and I think as equestrians we can all probably um recall a few times where the community in general I'm not talking about on necessarily just social media but where the community isn't that friendly it can be a little bit um I don't know, just that some people can be... Quick to talk, a bit sharp-tongued. And... Yeah, it can be, it can be. And, and maybe that's any sort of sport, sporting environment and that's just our experience within our sport. 
Um, but I, from what I have experienced is people go out of their way to be kind. And that is something that we definitely don't see on other social media platforms, <laughs> probably because we don't have so much in common with the people there necessarily. It's harder to find your people potentially. Your your little group and that sort of understanding and something that you've just touched on that everyone is really kind. Um, whenever we do a poll or we do some sort of questions, nine times out of ten we get a handful of people saying, you just pay people to be nice on there. We don't. <laughs> everyone on there is doing it genuinely off their own back and everyone is being really kind to one another and if they don't, if they see something they may not necessarily agree with, they do just scroll by. They don't sit there and think, I'm going to go and make that comment uh, that I really shouldn't, but I think would be something that I need to say. And it, they just scroll on or they just say something really nice and supportive, which is great to see because it can be a very toxic environment, social media sometimes. There are good mm -hmm. and bads to it. And I think it's just there's always something going on where someone's being negative. And a lot of people are a lot of younger children now coming on social media so quickly it can't be good for them uh, mentally long term and it's just yeah I think there's good and bad to it but digital horses are lovely so we're very yeah. lucky with that regard. So. Well I, I was in the sort of teenager stage mid 2000s when horse and hound forum was very much in its yes. in its element it I think it, it's sort of it's aged quite a lot yeah. in the last few years since Facebook has taken off and Instagram's taken off. But that always used to be, there they used to be a lot of problems with trolls and things like that. You know, as any social media, we've seen that happening. Have you, how do you deal with anyone who enters the platform that maybe isn't playing by the rules and isn't being that kind person? Um, we've actually been extremely fortunate like such <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we haven't had that problem uh we've had one user out of nearly eight thousand that we've had to remove so wow. it is really very positive and people who you can see being sort of sharp tongued on social media will come on and you think oh i'll just keep an eye on them mm. and they will still be there commenting nice things they will still be there supportive and it's quite a nice thing that I don't know how it came about. I know that we were very passionate about it being hate free, but it's such a nice thing that everyone in our community take that on board and they just allow for that and they're very open about it and they can see the benefits. Who doesn't like a nice comment on their wall? If you're going to comment something nasty, that person you commented on is not going to leave you something nice back or they're just not going to respond. So it's just mm. a two-way bridge for everybody. So. I think with social media, I think we probably all realise that kindness breeds kindness. So it, you sort of, you get what you create a little bit. So I suppose you, you've had the ability to set out the stall of that platform from day one and say, look, guys, this is the standard that we expect of you. Yeah. Let's keep it there, which yeah. I think is, is pretty special. Yeah, and I think we've, we're so lucky. We've got our brand ambassadors now, we've got moderators, and they all believe in that ethos as well. Um, be it the younger ones to the old ones, everyone does. And it's such a nice feeling that they all feel that way and they see the benefits of that as well. So, 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we see a lot of people trying to build communities within things like Facebook groups um, with different levels of success. So you see some really successful Facebook groups and then you see some that sort of can fall by the wayside or become quite time consuming. Um, have you got any tips in terms of building an online community, however that may be structured? Yeah, um, I think just being real and, and sort of honest. I don't think just constantly, we, as you've noticed through Digital Horse, we don't have messy ads. We don't have people just sort of bombarding the community. Um, and I think just being real and organic and it's the no like, and trust that we've built with our community on social media, but also on Digital Horse where we don't sell to them we occasionally will have something and we'll go, look, there's a competition or we've got um, World Horse Appreciation Day in November, which we do for the RDA. And at that point we say, look, can you, can you help? This is for a really good cause, but we don't sell. And I think mm -hmm. the Facebook groups we're a part of as a business and personally, the ones that are um, more successful in my eyes, the ones that are very organic, they show their lives. It's just, oh, look, this is what I've done my whole day, or something's gone wrong, and just showing the realness, and then every so often gone, here's a bit of business advertisement. So it's sort of that nice, everyone feels confident that they're not being sold to. Social media, you are always being sold to in one way, shape, or form. So mm -hmm. it's sort of a nice way to sort of just build a relationship with people. Um, yeah. <laughs> very much virtually, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's, um, I think people are becoming more switched on to the fact that social media has been, to a certain extent, taken over by businesses and yep. is being used to their advantage. Um, yep. And I think people are sat more savvy than ever that this is happening. Um, mm -hmm. And I think particularly over lockdown, I think people have become even more wise to it because they've been on the platforms even more. Yeah. And how, um, how has lockdown affected the platform? Has it affected the platform in any way? Um, I think we saw an increase of posting and engagement coming on, which was great. Um, but other than that, because we are online, it was never going to affect us. As long as myself or mum could continue maintaining it, it was mm. always going to be okay. Um, we have become busier on the platform rather than Instagram. Um, and Facebook Live as well, which was quite interesting. Um, so that was quite a nice sort of sort of tip to the hat that we are doing something that people want to do. And we've actually taken the time to learn more about the community and understanding of what they want and what they're using. Do we need to update features? We've started doing um, some more development within the website as well because of the information we've learned from the users. So I think it was always wasn't such an issue for us but it was sort of a worrying time because if me and mum got ill what would happen because we mm. run it ourselves so it's sort of that sort of I think everyone was a little bit apprehensive when it all hit obviously so yeah <laughs> but you've managed to create a safe space for people to escape to and I think that's what a lot of people have been after they've been after that escapism that takes them away from you know the news feeds and all that sort of things of 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 very upsetting news and actually being able to see how people are getting on with their horses is is a is a pleasant temporary distraction I think um so is there anything that you can give us in terms of 
hints as to what might happen with the platform in the future? Um, so we have a lot of fun going on the business pages. There's going to be a full revamp. They look incredible on the staging side at the moment, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, we have a few small features going through the main news feed with regards to photos and posts and stuff like that. But yeah, there's a lot going on, but it's one of those things where there's a lot of fingers and pies and trying to work out which one's going to go first and something. But um, yeah, we will be updating certain elements of the website with regards to courses for sale and really starting to push that. And we have a very new feature, which I'm super excited to launch in the next few weeks. Um, but I can't say anything because there's quite a few people behind it at the moment. So very <laughs> like collective bubble going on. But um, yeah, so that'll be happening in the next few weeks, which I think will... Um, be great for everybody because it shows the honesty and the authenticity that we go for on platform mm. and I think that's what all the fans is missing with other platforms that they do certain things so um yeah I, I can't give anything away because I'm really good at blabbing about it so obviously what you've done is is incredible how, how many are you at over eight thousand unique users now? Moment, so That's amazing yeah, over fourteen thousand profiles in total so, yeah. wow so what keep what keeps you getting out of bed in the morning what keeps you going for these updates and these changes and you know moving the platform forward my mother shouting at me <laughs> <laughs> no it's um no we it's something we're passionate about I love the platform. I love what we've built. I think the relationships we've formed with companies as well and our influencers, we're so lucky to work with people like Tina Wallace and Megan Elphick as well. And that sort of drive to always do more and be better. I love being organised. So the platform for me is great. But it's sort of, it's so nice to have milestones with our users and when our brand ambassadors have a success we feel it's a success as well and we just have that personal connection with so many people on there that it's just it makes me get out of bed at silly o'clock and stay on the computer till silly o'clock so it's <laughs> one of those things I hear you the disadvantage of working in a digital space is that you're yeah. never not at work <laughs> when your office is at your own home and you so walk across the landing and you're there but yeah it's full on <laughs> so. and in terms of if you could give somebody a little bit of advice that you wish maybe you'd had back in 2018 2019 what would that what would that look like I think go with your gut um, there's certain elements where you, a couple of times where I sort of like, oh, do I, do I not? Um, with regards to even small things of working with people or sort of um, things that I think that maybe I wouldn't necessarily want to use or to um, things that relationships you want to form and how you want things to be. Um, originally, we were sort of like, oh, yeah, we want a hate free website, but how's that going to happen? So we really stuck to our gut in that one and it was such a nice feeling when it sort of transpired that it's actually happened and it's real life now. So yeah, I think stick to your gut and if you don't love it, don't do it because it is 24-7. You don't get for holidays, you do not get weekends, but it's, you've got to love it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just not fun. And do you think the future of... of um online communities is going to be a little bit more 
niche down away from these bigger very generic platforms do you think that's where we're headed for these sort of more tailored platforms i think so i think facebook can definitely see it with their groups and their pages mm. that are predominantly more engaged on those than they are their own profiles now because that's how we interact be it because obviously we're a business but even as a personal account I still use a more niche version of the platform than I actually do the platform itself if that makes sense so mm -hmm. I think you can see it happening but it's lots of work and it's how different things will work be it so digital horse would obviously not work if you've got a motorbike or a push bike but there are elements that you would find interesting and you've got places i've been talking about bikes today because of strava you've got that app which mm. is particularly that's a whole community they've got all that set up and that is very successful because it is a niche and i think yeah. there are elements of that that they're not all going to be like digital horse in any way but they're i think a niche um niche niche businesses are more likely to take off because people are going to get sold to what they want rather than what they're not wanting so yeah yeah today I got an advert for a pair of blokes underwear on Facebook. <laughs> I wasn't very impressed I was like that <laughs> that is sponsored advertising done badly because that's, that's, not, that's not going to happen <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Unless they know something I don't. Um, so for me, certainly, uh, from a user perspective, not from necessarily from a business perspective, but as a user, it is very nice to, I don't mind being sold to if it's yeah. stuff right. that is actually going to help my yeah. life in some way. So understanding about the latest technology when it comes to rugs or saddles or bridles or what have you that's all very very interesting but the latest pair of men's pants no I'm with you on that and I think that because uh we use the tools for Facebook and Instagram advertising they are so complex it's unbelievable mm. there's entire courses for them now because there's so much that you can get out of it and also you could very easily waste your money as well but they, Facebook are still happy to take the money even if you're advertising to the wrong person. So um, I think with regards to digital rules, that sort of eliminates that area. Even if you may get a couple of people who you eventually we will have business suites who you have targeted to, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that is going to fall on deaf ears because that person still has an interest in horses. It's not mm -hmm. going to, no one's going to advertise to you with men's underwear, don't worry. So. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one of the biggest things for um, people who come to us particularly for training or done for you social they go we just don't get paid advertising we don't understand it now in a lot of in a lot of cases they haven't quite nailed the organic at that point either but um, logging into something like Facebook business manager if you've not been there before it's a scary place and a lot of people don't even know it exists because it's so hidden. Yeah. Um, you don't so, get a lot of help either. You, know, no. you can get a business support and that's a 10 minute phone call and they will tell you one or two things but by the time that you've gone through it because you want to see what's going on, they're on their next call and you're sort of sat there going, right, well, what do I do now? Because mm -hmm. there are so many stages, which is great. It's It does allow for you to be very savvy if you can 
get your head around it. But at the same point in time, it's not nice as a user being sold the completely wrong thing and seeing the wrong thing. So yeah, it's those things around that firm. Brilliant. So if we have anybody who is interested in joining the platform, either as a business or as an equestrian, how do they find you? So to find us, you can find us on social media as Digital 2K across Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And then to find the platform itself, it's just digitalhorse.co.uk. You sign up as a rider and then you can add your horses and your businesses from there. And yeah, that is, it's as simple as that. Uh, you just literally just have to type in your name, your email and your password and you're off. So yeah. Brilliant. So this will go on to youtube it will go on it will be recorded so if there's anything that people want to rewind or look at again or listen to again if you want to hear us wittering on again um <laughs> then it will be available shortly if technology plays ball but thank you so much for joining me um we love being a part of the platform it's a very nice place to come to um even just as a user for us it's um charlotte and i are both horsey so for us to come away from corporate facebook and instagram to a very safe space is very very nice um and yeah we look forward to finding out um where the platform's headed next and what you're not allowed to tell us about <laughs> that is coming very soon so i'm very excited and i'm itching to tell everybody at the moment, but i'm I have to be mute or I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we have just had a comment in from Fern, who um, is a friend of, well, I think she's a friend of, of all of ours, actually. Um, yeah. and said, I love Digital Horse. Keep up the good work. So oh, the community is giving you very positive feedback. So there you go. It's a we little bit of... <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much for joining me. I shall let you uh, get back to your evening. And uh, yes, if anyone would like to get in contact with Becca, please do. We'll pop some links in the comments. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Thank you. Bye.